level. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes, uh, the best Patriots podcast out there. Episode 22, uh, not to be confused with the Stephen Ridley 22. This is the Asante Samuel Number twenty-six, uh, definitely Mister Pick Six, except in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, I am Mike Sullivan. With me, Liam McDade, fresh out the gym. Liam, what's going on? Uh, I'm feeling quite swole, actually. If uh, if I could use the word stoic, that's how I feel. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I would. I I feel like I would tend to agree. Um, you know, I think it's it's a trap season over there. Um, no, 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 you're not flexing at all. That's just that's yeah, just natural, right? Bit, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is me resting. Face this is, is getting all red. This is me flexing. <laughs> there it is. Um, but yeah, so I I guess we can't we can't really um you know beat around the bush anymore. Um. Patriots lost this uh, this past weekend on my I'm birthday. Right it, was a nice, it. it was a nice little birthday present to me. Um, you know, 20 it was 27, 17. Uh, it, the score, I don't think the score actually, no, the score dictates exactly how the game went. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, I, did, I thought it was maybe one of those games where it's like, oh, you know, the score didn't dictate what the game was like. It was, it was not, <laughs> uh, it was horrible. I mean, it was never just, really that close. Let's just be honest. You know, the Pats came out with a flurry at the end in the fourth quarter there. But yeah, um, yeah 27-17. It, Mac Jones had his had his rookie game. I think this was his this was his big um, kind of rookie. Like he he looked like a rookie for the most part. It seemed like he was throwing picks. I threw a couple picks. It, it was it was not. <sighs> not it was pretty. Just upsetting. There was he, he still threw for two ninety nine, which is like a weird. Kind of, kind of weird. He still threw for what was it, twenty six of forty five, two ninety nine, two touchdowns, two picks. Might be the I most mean, yards he's passed for. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he threw for just over three hundred against. Uh, I forget who it was. But he threw for like three oh seven or something. I think. Oh, maybe or something. Because I think that was the game. Yeah, I think yeah, probably Cleveland. Um, but yeah, you know, overall, definitely a rookie game by Mac. But um, I mean, he. For what is, I guess, if you're going to look at the silver lining, he, he being down so much in the fourth quarter, he still brought him back to within, you know, to within a yeah. score. To within I, two I truly time. thought they were going to come back for the smallest amount of time, maybe like half a quarter. I'm like, do I live bet the Patriots? Like, are we still in this? And no, no, we weren't. If there was another quarter, then I think it is truly anyone's game. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a possibility, yep. but time was just against them. And toward the end, they were just able to run the clock. We couldn't stop Jonathan Taylor at all. And, of oh. course, the best running back in the league right now had another great game. Yeah. But yeah, no, he had that big run. Yep. yep. Mike, tell me, how is Ginger Jesus? Tell me about, oh, walk it to him when. Do you want me to tell you about G- – first, listen. No. I want you to tell me about okay. Arson Wentz. I will tell you. He's I will throwing tell you. fire. Are you guys ready for Arson Wentz? Are, are you guys me. ready for this stat tell line? Tell me. Are you ready? Uh-huh. I'm, oh, I'm ready. Five for 12. Uh-huh. 57 yards. Uh-huh. One touchdown. Yep. One pick. One Can dub. you say MVP? One MVP, dub. right? Dub. City, baby. I mean, that's I all that matters. You. That's all that matters. Top five quarterback in the league currently. Oh. Oh, Arson Wentz out the there worst. lighting fires in the secondary. What fire? Five fires. Literally, five fires is what he threw. Actually, six if you want to count the interception as a completion as well. The California wildfire started from a twig burning. Don't matter. 
how little it erupts into something big and ferocious. <laughs> yeah, which was not Carson Wentz. I will not give you your Carson Wentz glory today. If he would have came out and he was and he threw for, I don't know, even if he threw for like, I don't, maybe just, is it too much to ask for double digit completions? Is that too much to ask for? No you know, need. First no of need. all, why why aren't people asking if Frank Reich has lost trust in Carson Wentz? Huh? Just why would he? Only He's got a top throws? five quarterback I, in the league. I don't think it, it he crossed his not. mind once. I don't think it crossed Frank Reich's mind once. In fact, I think he would let Carson Wentz drive his pregnant wife to the hospital. I hate this. I hate this. This is not yeah, this. I'm just saying this is what I told you. I thought the Patriots were going to lose by three. Oh, Carson Wentz trots into his home turf. 10 point, 10 point differential. I was the closest one to predicting this outcome because I did have the Colts winning. I knew Billy B, like it was going to be real tough to stop the Jonathan Taylor combo with such an elite quarterback. It'd be like that. I know, I know it's devastating. And I, I'm, I'm, de- I'm sad they lost. I really, if Carson Wentz could have thrown for 500 yards, seven touchdowns and lost by three, that would have been the perfect outcome. But that's not reality, Mike. That's not reality. Okay, so let so let me just bring you back to reality. Carson Wentz, snap, baby. Carson Wentz threw the ball twelve times, completed it less than half. He tried to give the game away. He tried. He tried. J.C. Jackson missed pick. Jamie Collins missed pick six, probably. I would say. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think the Colts ended up scoring on both of those drives. So you have to, I I just kind of assume, because it feels like they scored on every, every drive almost. So odds are they are Um, kind of letting now just to bring it back to reality real quick. The score is 27, 17 shitty score. Game was bad. You got to think if the Patriots come up with those picks, which they normally ball went right, right through oh, Jamie yeah. Collins hands, yeah. right through JC Jackson, completely yeah. different game, especially no with the Collins on one. The Cause that's a pick the speaking of blocking the punt block, the punt that block. Was, that was the total tear down. Momentum I think break. that's where the game, that's where the game kind of teeter tottered the wrong way. That's yeah. where it kind of, oh, did that make did it you, 14, nothing? Yeah. 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 No. Cause it was, yeah. Cause it was seven, nothing um, yeah. pass for punting. And then, yeah, they, they, um, they they blocked the punt, which three blocked punts so far for the Patriots. Um, it, it was an issue. It was an issue early in the season. I don't think that this one time is going to kind of, you know, I don't think that issue is going to persist or, you know, keep going on. Just, just It's just kind of an annoying thing. Um, but yeah, back to, back to Carson Wentz, though. Carson Wentz is not the reason they won this game. Ginger Carson Wentz, Jesus, if baby. anything, if anything Car- Carson Wentz should have had a better game with how with how good Jonathan Taylor was, but you know what? I couldn't ask for anything more at the same time. I will not sit here and say that it was necessarily a, well, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't, it was kind of a bad performance. Like he didn't, when he did throw the ball, he didn't throw. I know you wouldn't say that you Philly sucker. I I wouldn't (laughs) entice bison out there slinging missiles. Oh my God. Okay. So, but what I will say though, I'm not going to say, that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback because of this, because I'm kind of like you. I think the quarterback does whatever it needs to be done to win the game. Carson Wentz tried to throw the game. The Patriots did not, did not oblige him. So he said, okay, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to sit here with my five completions. Um, Five, one, two, three, four, five. You can kind of literally on one hand. Super Bowl champion. Walk it to him. Wentz. He did. He didn't even play in the game. He got him there. It doesn't matter. Oh, 
God. Okay. So anyways, Carson Wentz, uh, five for 12, uh, Mac Jones, like I said, what, what was Mac Jones? Let's see. He had more than five, right? Oh yeah. 26 completions, 26. That's like a couple more. Six, oh, that's like five times more. Oh, like a little bit more, uh, 299 yards would have been nice for him to get that extra yard. Um, I think, you know, I, I don't know, maybe he just didn't want to get 300 yards. I don't know what was going on there. Um, definitely a, a, an alarming game or a, a bad game from Mac Jones, but he did pick it up in the fourth quarter. So it's kind of one of those things where there's definitely some bright spots from games like this. Cause you can't, you can't really harp on them that much. Cause like I said, when you, when you lose a game because of a blocked punt that results in the touchdown, that's seven points right there. Um, the, the big long 67 yard touchdown run. If you watch the play Hightower even said it, uh, or I think it was McCordy said it today or yesterday. Um, Taylor made one cut. They shouldn't have overplayed it. He busted it out for 67 yards. So, uh, you know, if, if they hold them there, who knows what happens with the game. But again, we don't live in a world of what ifs. Um, the Patriots still lost. Yes, so, uh, but again, I'm Hunter Henry. Um, I think other than Matt Judon, Hunter Henry is the best signing that Belichick had this offseason, right? I this mean, is Hunter Henry's second two touchdown game, and yet I insane. feel like this is his coming out performance as a Patriot. Like in the other yep. games, he's had like what in most three catches. Usually he's like two for it's 50 always right around touchdown. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three or really four weird. catches, not yeah. a high volume at all. In this game, he was the security blanket. That's what tight ends are supposed to be for. Supposed to be able to out rebound the ball from smaller defensive backs and you know, be mm-hmm. faster than linebackers and whatnot, be the perfect mixture. And that's what Hunter Henry yep. was in this game, throwing every – or catching everything that was thrown to him. He was that guy. The Colts had no answer. And they have spectacular no. linebackers. They still couldn't do anything about it. Six for 77, two tubs. And, and that touch – so I, I will say this about Mac Jones. That touchdown, I think it was the first one where he threw it. And I swear, the ball was probably – what it looked like two or three inches from getting tipped. He put that in the perfect, perfect position. Spot. So it, it so it's one spot. of those things where it's, it, it's throws like that. Um, it, and just kind of max poise towards the end to towards the end of the game where this isn't a game that's going to make me worry anything long-term. It's just, yeah. you know, it's a shitty game. Kind of like everybody said, you burn the tapes, you move on to the next one. Um, again, definitely no excuse. I mean, obviously you wish you would have liked to play better, but I yeah. think this is the game where, I, I don't, I, every single phase was not good. Yeah. Whether you're talking oh, about across the board, teams, like players who are normally everything. killing it weren't as good or up to standard as they usually are. Yep. And I was saying this going in, the Patriots weren't going to go undefeated after, you know, losing four games. They weren't going to go undefeated for the regular season. I knew they had one more loss in them, whether mm-hmm. it was this one or to Buffalo next week. I knew one of them was going to be a loss. Now I'm extremely confident we beat Buffalo next week, but we'll get to that later. Yep. And I knew that at some point you can't come out and play Patriots ball every week. Like we saw it in 2008 because they truly had the perfect team around them. But mm-hmm. most times you're not going to get all 53 guys on the same page every single week. This was just one of the ones where guys weren't playing as good. Mac, you know, started out pretty tough. Cu- couple bad throws, a couple sus, uh, yep. two picks. Yeah, so not ideal. And then Jacoby Myers, he kind of ran that fan route up the sideline. Mac had him 
basically wide open. He had the guy burned, throws it. Jacoby got it in his hands, couldn't hold on to it. That's a catch he makes, you know, seven, eight times out of ten. On that play, if you, I was watching, um, someone broke it down on Twitter. I forget, one, one of the sports yeah. guys that I follow, someone was breaking it down. And if you watch, because that was, that was the flea flicker, correct? That was that flea flicker play, I believe. Yeah. So on that flea flicker, you see three thing, three things went wrong on that play. So you had Brandon Bolden ran up to the line and it looked like the, the plate took a little bit too long to develop. So by the time he tossed it back to Mac pressure was already getting to Mac. So we had to let it go a little bit early, but if you watch the play, Jacoby Myers at the end of his route, he kind of starts to turn up field a little bit, which makes him do his little spinneroo dipsy do. Yeah, I think he if was he looking kept over running, his shoulder and it came over. Exactly. If one, he right? kept running, he was catching that and going in stride. So it, it again, it's one of those things where just everything that could have went wrong went yeah. wrong. It was Murphy's law. It was Jacoby Myers. If he kept running, and it, it's no fault of his own, he just decided to turn up field. He thought maybe who knows what was going on. If he kept running, he catches that. And then there was also Nikhil Harry streaking down the field. We'll get to Nikhil Harry in a little bit. Um, Harry was streaking wide open down the field. If if Mac had, like, see, and then it goes back to that thing. If Bolden gets him the ball sooner, which again, no fault of his own because there was the, the pressure was there. If Mac gets the ball a little bit sooner, he sees Harry wide open. I'm going to assume he hits him because Mac does throw a good deep ball when he does throw it. Um, He actually had two deep balls this game to both Aguilar and Bourne, I think. Uh, It was either Bourne or Myers that were perfectly thrown balls. Pretty big one. Yeah, well, well, the the other two missed it. Harry caught his because I, mean, I think there was one down the line. Oh, uh, yes, I believe yes, it was yes. Aguilar, okay. and it just Myers. That's what it was. It, he it hit him right in the hands, dropped yeah. it, and it, it's just once you start seeing things like that, once you're seeing punts getting blocked, it was you kind of start to get that little uh, like that little that little devil on your shoulder kind of starts to creep up, and he's like, yeah. hey, you know, you're not going to win this game. You see the writing on the wall. And you're like, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought yeah, that no. going into going into halftime, I was on, I shut cause I was streaming it. Cause again, in Florida, I couldn't get the game. Uh, I don't have cable. I cut the cord a long time ago. So I was streaming the game, so shut the laptop. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I am absolutely done with this. Um, but then I was like, ah, well, you know, maybe, you know, it's my birthday. Maybe the Patriots know it's my birthday. I don't know what they do down there. So maybe like they want to win for me. Uh, it turns out they didn't, but yeah, I, I turned it on at halftime I turned on after halftime, obviously, and yeah, just not great. But um, yeah, Matt Jones, good, good finish to the game, but a bad three quarters, I'll say. Yeah, uh, he definitely really outplayed bad. Carson Wentz, though. I need you to, I need Those you to, to, I need you to verbally say that he outplayed Carson Wentz. Can't do it. Won't do okay. it. Okay. Okay. He's gonna. Well, you're, this, you're gonna tell me he outplayed Ginger Snap. You're gonna. We tell are. Me we will just file. The North this. Dakota Steamboat was outplayed by Mac oh Jones. Goodness. I refuse to believe it. I refuse. Old Arson Wentz was out there lighting this Patriots defense up like no one had done it this season. Okay, so we'll just file this under uh, under your Cam Newton take too. Which, uh, well, by the way, how's good, how's Cam Newton doing? Actually, you know we don't we don't need to talk about Cam Newton. That's he fine. Played, I'm sure he that's fine. Not. He played fine. I'm sure that's a that's a that's he played a, he played fine for the trash team that he's given. Yeah, he does have a trash team. I'd like to um, see uh, Aaron Rodgers do any better. Aaron Rodgers might fuck around and make it to the Super Bowl this year. Um, so, by the way, so so you did so we brought up Nikhil Harry. Hunter Henry had six for 77. The next guy in line, yardage-wise, Nikhil Harry, two for 52. He had that beautiful deep ball, which I know that's what we're all going to talk about. Of course. Um, 
but not only that, he just, he came up big. It was a comeback route. I think, I forget when, I think it was in the third quarter. Maybe it was even yeah, in the fourth the caught it. Um, it was Nikhil Harry. He has a chance to shine this week because kind of, uh, you know, dipping our toes into what's going on this week. Um, Aguilar still not practice. I mean, um, no, no, Kendrick Bourne is on the COVID yeah. on the COVID. This he might come back. Aguilar is not practicing because he may have a concussion or he is does. What he had? I thought he back. broke his ribs. He got crippled in this game. No, he, I, so I, I get, he was um, out of practice and they put due to um, concussion today. Okay. So he was out. You watched the game. Like you saw the hit. He took over. The I middle. saw the hit. I saw the hit. I think so. But I guess that was his head. I get, they showed wow, his head hit the ground. Wild. So, I which I mean, or he broke his wrist or his ribs or something. Looked like it. It looked clubbed. like it. So he, he is out. Um, That's Jacoby Myers is healthy, but Nikhil Harry, he got hit hard too. He got taken out as well, but yeah. he was back at practice today. So he is good to go. Um, this could be a very big week for Nikhil Harry. And I think if I feel like it's been bubbling up this this year with Nikhil Harry he's been good at blocking given his chances he's he's been catching the ball this year I don't yeah and again I don't I I'm still not so much on the side of people who are like oh Nikhil Harry just getting the short end of the stick no I don't think he's as good as anybody says um I'm not even talking about where he was drafted I don't even think he's worth a second round pick or a third round pick at this point yeah um but I don't know. I, I hope he can step into it. I hope that this that this week kind of gives him a little bit more confidence there. He did go up and get the ball. That catch was awesome. Well, when he made that when he made that catch, I was like, the, the Patriots are gonna I was like, well, when Nikhil Harry's making plays, like yeah. come on. I don't know. Oh, it's so disappointing. The raw abilities there. Like if you look at him on paper, you're like, he's got speed. He's got yep. footwork. He can block, which no wide receivers can do anymore or want to do. He's got both. Want to so, do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you look at him and you're like, we got a pro bowler. We got somebody who's a different speaker. We got somebody with a high ceiling. Then he gets on the field and just nothing is put together the way maybe it is in practice or maybe his intangibles would say they would be. I mean, he is the – perfect example of like when you look at a beautiful girl and you're like wow she is stunning or you know if if you like guys like you look at a beautiful guy and you're like wow he's a good looking dude and then you go over and talk to them and you're like wow there's nothing here it's like talking to a brick wall there's no personality that is the exact same thing as Nikhil Harry it's all gliss and shine and then when it's time to get the work done there's nothing there I, I that's I don't think I've heard a better a better comparison a better metaphor I think that that's works perfectly for. Um, I hope, I hope that he, that he shows up this week because regardless, you're still going to be, I feel like you're going to be down either born or Aguilar. I don't yeah. see the world where both. It of seems play. like no born is a definite. See, I thought that, but then I guess the NFL tweaked their COVID rules, their COVID protocols. So I guess since, no one's playing. since born. Oh yeah. And by the way, we're, we're going to get into that a little bit later. The league is being shit fucked right now by who is on COVID except for, except for the Patriots uh, for the most part. So, um, but no born, I guess, since he is vaccinated, he, there's still a pretty good chance he can come back. That's what everybody's saying. I guess he he's, he's asymptomatic. So I guess that's like the big thing. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what the protocols are. I didn't take the time to read the giant ass memo that came out, but yeah. I guess he might be able to come back. I'm thinking Aguilar doesn't play. Um, I think that if Bourne comes back, I think that the Patriots even, I think that they just actively sit Aguilar down. 
just with his concussion and everything, I don't think you mess with that. Um, but either way, I, I still think this is this week against the Bills. Nikhil Harry, I think he's going to show up big. And I don't want to kind of give away what I think is going to happen in the game because we'll talk about that at the end. But I, I hope Harry shows up big. I really hope okay, he does. So I'm going to ask for maybe a little bit of a spoil here without trying to go into too much details. For Nikhil Harry, say one of the starting wide receivers, uh, doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Nelly or Bourne, just – in, in this world that we live in, one of them isn't playing against the mm-hmm. Bills this upcoming game. Yeah. And you are starting Nikhil Harry. Ugh. Ugh, I hate it already. How, how confident are you in a Nikhil Harry? Like, hell, I want to say, like, the best game he's ever played because it's a low, low bar. But how about, like, a five-catch, 50-yard... 50 to like 75 yard game from Nikhil Harry and like a touchdown, like a, a good game by regular receiver standards, a great game by his standards. Are you buying or selling this? Like, are you taking it? How confident are you? Give me a number between one and 10 where you think this could happen. Cause you, it, we're kind of stuck, stuck with him regardless. He's definitely playing. He's definitely starting. Yeah. You can't say yeah. I'm not because he yeah. definitely is. How confident are you that he can get the job done this Sunday or is it Sunday? I think so. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, because Saturday's Christmas. So yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah. Um, I I might, I think I even surprised myself. I think I just like thought myself into this. I'm at like a scale of one to ten. I'm at like a seven point two. Oh there's God. there's a couple of reasons. And honestly, a lot of the reason, paint. the main reason has nothing to do with Harry. The main reason is the last time the Patriots played the Bills, if you recall, they didn't throw the ball that much. No, I don't think the bill the Bills don't know what to game plan for. You know what I mean? So yeah. and also with white being out, that's still a big thing. So you got to think. So say, let's just say worst case scenario. You have Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry as your two starters. Then you got Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. John U. Smith, by the way, had a touchdown call back because of a bullshit holding call. Yeah. John U. Smith is this close to breaking free, I think, this year. So I, I think any game coming up could be the John U. Smith game because I think We're waiting for it. he's he, – they're getting him the ball that they're, they're getting him. They're getting it to him on sweeps. They're getting him on short little routes and letting him do things with the ball. But anyways, back to Nikhil Harry. I just, I think Mac has enough of a rapport with him because remember when Mac was here, when Cam Newton was here, Mac Jones was practicing with Nikhil Harry. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like there's some sort of a wavelength there. And I mean, I don't, he's, he's going to be forced to look his way. And I think that Mac Jones is the type who's going to take it if it's there. And everything that I've been hearing or that people have been saying who actually watched like the all 22 film, Nikhil Harry has been open a fair amount of times this year. It's just Mac just hasn't looked his way for a, uh, you know, a plethora of different reasons. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, drop it anyway. Fuck it I, I don't think he'll get, <laughs> I don't think he'll get a touchdown. I think that is going to be strictly reserved for Hunter Henry, and I'm even going to throw something out there. I think Jacoby Myers scores a touchdown. Well, I'll give you a little, a little fucking spoiler. Well, we've been waiting um, for that. I, th- I think he scores his second touchdown <laughs> of his career. Uh, receiving, receiving, not running, not throwing. I think he catches one. Um, but no, I, I, I think Nikhil Harry, I wouldn't be surprised if he has, I'm going to go six catches for like 40 something yards. Um, but I think that they're going to be some a, 
half of those catches are going to be big catches. Yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, third downs or, you know, kind of little, you know, jump balls that he comes down with. Cause he seems to be coming down with those for the most part. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I feel bad that he does get the shit end of the stick, but then I also think about how he's played. And I do think that he somewhat deserves it because yeah. he, first of all, he we all need to remember he requested a trade. I'm sorry. When you request a trade from your team, yeah, like I don't, done, yeah, you're kind of like, I don't care what the coaches, the players, I don't care what you say, your agent or anything. When you request a trade like that to me, like you're, you're, you're damaged goods. I don't care I don't know how you can turn around from that. Like even still, like if I was his teammate in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know you don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, imagine living with a college roommate and just knowing he doesn't want to live with you. Like it'd be fucking weird. Yeah. That's weird. That's like, that's like your wife, like coming home or your girlfriend coming home and they're like, yeah. Hey, um, so I was thinking about like screwing this guy, Yeah, but I, I just wanted to check with out. you. I don't like, this and then, place. and then you say no. And then she goes, Oh, okay. And then you're just oh. fine. I want to, then she's like, I might want a divorce. And you're like, might? And then, like, she just kind of leaves you hanging, like, yeah, yeah. We'll see. let me yeah, think like, it over. Let me, let me see. Let me just yeah. ponder this over. I'll get back to you in like <laughs> yeah. three months. And you're like, that's, that's a long time to, to ponder that okay. big decision over. But all right. Okay. And then you're still taking her on dates because that's what the Patriots are doing. They're still <laughs> taking Nikhil Harry on dates. Not good um, ones. You're taking her to like BK and Chick fil A. Like, you're not. Whining and dining because look at him two catches 52 yards this is by far his best game oh, so I'm like, we're, we're not taking him out to the chateau and fine whining and dining him and then hooplying in the back of the seat like on the way out like you're fucking taking in uh chick-fil-a and hey chick-fil-a by the way let me let, just quick Delicious. quick little quick little tangent what are, what are your thoughts on chick-fil-a good scale of one to ten I mean, like 14. I, there's one, right? They just built it next to my house. Okay. See, no, but see, here's, here's my issue with Chick-fil-A. I go there. If I want to go there around dinner time, the goddamn line oh, is goodness. wrapped around yeah. so many times. I was trying to go. So get this. I went to see Spider-Man No Way Home on Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, no, Thursday night. Not Wednesday night. Thursday night. I got my dates all messed up. Thursday night. Go to see Spider-Man No Way Home. The line for Chick-fil-A was around the building and it actually came out onto like the little main road. I couldn't even pull into the theater. I'm sitting there freaking out. Cause I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not missing. I will get out of the car and walk. Like I'll park my car right here. I'll yeah. park my car right here and I will get out street. there. So fret not. I end up getting to the movie in time. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It is my favorite Spider-Man movie. I heard I it was disappointing. Um, I, you heard wrong. You heard, heard from two people, two reliable sources that said it was disappointing. Those sources are, those sources are done. Quit, no, I, I'm not spoiling anything. Obviously, I, I would never spoil anything like this for anybody. Yeah, please. very good movie. Please don't. Very, I'm still gonna very see good it, movie. But yeah, very yeah, good movie. Very I'm solemnly disappointed that it's disappointing. No, no, you you won't be disappointed unless for some reason, like no, there's just there's no way. Probably, I would say I'm a huge most, Willem Dafoe guy. Would that make me disappointed? You will love this movie if you're a Excellent. Willem Dafoe guy. Excellent. You will huge, love this movie if you are. If you're just a Spider-Man fan, you'll love this movie. It was probably the happy or just the most enjoyable movie experience I've had in Marvel since. I don't even know, maybe like the first Avengers. I don't know. But either way, it was better than Endgame. No, Endgame is so I won. Endgame. This No Way Home is top 
three, three or four. I still have Endgame and I still have Captain America Winter Soldier because I love that movie. Um, I think No Way Home falls third or fourth. I don't know. Yeah, I got to see it again. I got to see it again. Um, but anyway, though, Chick-fil-A, the reason why I asked, yeah, the Chick-fil-A lines are just ridiculous. I don't. Yeah, you I, get, always got to fake an emergency. That's how I get to the front. I like yeah. fake a heart attack halfway through. <laughs> be like, I need, I need Chick-fil-A or like a diabetes. I don't know what a diabetes attack is, but just be like, I yeah. Need, how I do you need, how do you fake a diabetes? I, I need attack. insulin. And oh, I need sugar. And, I need sugar. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like flip out and go to the front. And then you have to pound a pack of sugar, but then after that, you get your food much faster and you might not have to pay for it if they feel bad for you. Um, okay, anyways. Really <laughs> yeah, I forgot why we started talking about Chick-fil-A. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the off- offense-wise, I don't I don't have much more to kind of touch on other than the, uh, the running game not being able to do much was alarming to me. Yeah. It, I didn't like that. No, I, mean, I know Damian Harris I, I had was so out. much confidence in Ramondre Stevenson to step in, no problems asked, tote the rock like nothing had ever happened. And I bet on him to get a touchdown. I won't even disclose the amount of money I lost on that bet, but I was so confident that he was going to go in and score. And like he couldn't get it done. Brandon Bolden was even worse. It's like I expected somebody to do well. Like, hell, JJ Taylor coming in and have a big game. I just figured somebody would be that guy and kill it. And there just wasn't that energy. Just like I said, all the guys, offense, defense, all 11 starters. Even some of the backups just didn't look inspired. They didn't look, they looked out of funk in a sorts. We talked about mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers not playing up to his best. Ramondre Stevenson, the same story. Normally he's got energies, pinballing off a dude, smashing and crashing. And this one, he's like just kind of dashing. It's like, dude, hit yeah, somebody. He was just there. Yeah. And, and they said, you know, Mac Jones said that after the game. He did bring up practice. Um, you know, and I know. I remember Tom Brady. He's he did that uh, multiple times throughout the year. Every season he was here, where it was kind of one of those things where it's like you know, if you don't have a good game, you could probably look to practice why you didn't have one. So I guess kind of I don't know what happened, um, but yeah, he mentioned that was it. Practice, um, Allen Iverson. Um, <laughs> what I will say though, on the, about just to get, I'm not going to get too too technical because I think I even get lost in the technical stuff sometimes if, if you try to like read all that shit. But I guess, and you could kind of see it when it was happening. This was one of the games I was getting upset at Josh McDaniels about because you have, when you were trying to run, you weren't doing what was getting, what, what you were successful at for the last seven games. You weren't putting Johnson, you know, Jakob Johnson back there. You weren't putting your six linemen back there. You weren't, you were running out of your wide receiver sets, which to me, that's not, I mean, how, we said this, what, I think the last three weeks, the Patriots play bully ball. They line up and they say, we're going to run the ball at you. Stop us. The Patriots didn't do that this game. They, it was more of like a weird, like, we're going to make you think we're going to throw it, but then run it, but run it without the full bat. It was just very straight. It, it, and we're also going to run it with our, regardless of what anybody says, Stevenson's still a rookie. So we're not even going to have Damian Harrison. We're going to run it with, yeah. with Stevenson with no, it was very weird. I don't know what McDaniels was, was thinking this game and kind of what, what really put the, the nail on the, on the coffin for me, I think it was what fourth and one. And he ran a toss play. So oh, yeah. my, my question there, first of all, I have a vendetta against the toss play. It is my least favorite play in professional sports, not even just football. 
just in sports. Uh, like I hate the toss play because what you do instead of when you have a normal run, you have the, you have the running back running towards the line. Sure. He gets the ball three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage, but he's running towards it on a toss play. You take a fourth and one toss the ball. And now instead of a fourth and one, you've essentially made a fourth and six. Yeah, you're stretching it laterally instead yeah. of running down. And the defense knows what you're doing too. There's no, there's no play action. And for a defense like the Colts who have fast linebackers, it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you sneak it? The, the, the QB sneak is successful. God, it seems like it, for at least for one yard, 99% yeah. of the time, it does just sneak it. I, I don't, I didn't get how they were running. I liked that they kept running, but after the game and kind of even during the game, it, it was one of those things where it's like, wait, why don't we have like on one new on the line? Why are we running with like with three receivers on the field? Where's Jakob Johnson? Like what is going on? Like why it just, the, the play calling seemed, I don't want to say like uninspired cause that's not it, but it's, it, it, it didn't make sense. It, it was almost yeah. like you went away from what made you what, you have been the last seven games. Yeah. The Patriots are really good at building on what they do beforehand for the next play. So like if they're running the ball five straight times, then eventually there's going to be a mean play action pass in there, which is normally going to get a tight end wide open over the middle is usually how it works. They work the seam route Mm -hmm. for the outside toss. I get your gripe with it. I think it's really only effective if you have somebody like Chris Johnson, then you're just beating them to the outside every time and there's no yeah. chance, but obviously yep. that's one guy. Um, or if it's, you're constantly running it up the middle, they're expecting it up the middle and then you can try and work it laterally. And as the middle linebackers try and crash the middle, you're basically beating the corners and yep. the outside linebacker or hoping yep. the running back can break down the corner because they're not supposed to tackle, but that's kind of what you're looking for. But then there was never any, like they couldn't get yardage running up the middle either. Like, no, he got 36 yards on 10 carries. Stevenson did. It's and nothing. they were That's unspectacular. I wish I, I want to pull up how many first downs he had. Cause it wasn't much at all. They weren't running him. He One, like said, maybe. Yeah. He wasn't fighting for the extra yards. Like he normally did. If they ran him up the middle, like, you know, 13 times and then like through two to the outside that I get it. And he's bouncing off people. He's getting a couple first downs working out the middle. Then they're not expecting it, but you just got to build. It's all like the game plan feeds off itself and what you've been doing all game. And you adapt throughout the game and change your game plan to fit the next play. They just weren't doing that. Like I said, they looked out of sync. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was genuinely frustrating to watch because I was watching. I was like, what is, what is this team that I'm watching? This isn't the team that I thought, like, this isn't what the Patriots are. Like, the even if the Bills are going to, you know, make you run the ball and all that, that's fine. I think no matter what defense you play, I think the Patriots can run on them if you run the way they run. I want to give Don't, some props to this defense, though. Like, the Colts? They, were, they were hitting the Patriots. This was one of the hardest hitting games against the Patriots I've seen. I loved it in recent memory. It. Like they were killing. Like I talked yep. about, I thought Nelly broke his ribs. I was like, they crucified yep. Nelly over the middle. They had a couple really mean hits, two mean ones on Mac after he had let go of the ball. Yep. Which, you know, very well could have been a flag. Those are kind of toss up plays. But yeah. they were lighting up our receivers. We would throw it over the middle, which is where. McDaniel loves Myers to work over the killed. middle, got crucified just multiple times, and it's, caught the ball. You got studs like, yep, 
for once in that game. But um, yeah. you got guys like Darius Leonard who can lay the wood. He had a great pick mm-hmm. too. And it's just like mm-hmm. they they were just feeling it that day. When the defense is rolling like that, it's like the Legion of Boom back in the day. There's not a whole lot you can do. Yeah, I think um, I I don't know I don't know how you feel about this too. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this in the AFC Championship game. That, I would not be surprised I, at all. You're preaching because, to the congregation. I I know Carson Wentz is going to be there. I just hope because God. oh god, shut up. Because I don't think if if, if we're looking and again we're going to talk about this later. You know, kind of <laughs> what's going on with the AFC now. The only team that really scares me is the Colts because the Patriots' pass defense was really good this game. You know, and, and again, you can say it's because of the they were running so much, whatever. But either way, Carson went still, like, yeah, it, like Carson went still only completed five passes. Granted, he only had to, but still, the Patriots' pass defense was really good. Like we said, they should have had two picks. They should have had a pick six, to be honest, with Jamie Collins. The the the, the Patriots' defense, pass defense was very good. Their rush defense, a little spotty, but I think it goes back to what we said. God, I want to say maybe 10 episodes ago. And I think the, I've seen this actually by people who, who it's, it's their job to know this. There's no such thing as an elite defense anymore in the NFL. I think no matter who you, I forget what it was. I looked at the tweet. It was like every, like your top five defenses almost got gashed this week. And it's just, you, you just, you, you don't know the defenses nowadays. If you have a top defense, that means you shut people down 75% 75% of the time, the other, you know, 25%, you know, you give up 200 something yards rushing, you give up, you know, some random big pass playing overtime to the Cowboys. Like, you know, it's just, there's no, the game has skewed so much to the offensive side, Yeah, but you know, that, are the so, days of the 2000 Ravens, the 2000 bucks, those teams are over. It's a shame. Nope. That was nope. my yeah. favorite kind of football to watch. Oh, me too. That's why I loved it. See, so that's why I kind of want to see this game. In the playoffs, because regardless of where, if the Patriots end on the one seed, two seed, wherever, again, we will talk about that as well. I do think that if the Colts and Pats play again, it's going to be in Foxborough. And I think it's going to be snowy. I think it's going to be one of my favorite games because I fucking love snow games. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be one of those knockdown drag out games, kind of like this game was. But it, it see you got to assume in that game that the Pats don't give up a blocked punt for a touchdown, that they don't give up, you know, a 67 yard run because you're two, two are probably your four best defensive players over player run. Yeah. You know? Are you concerned with Dante Hightower at all? Uh, no, I'm not because I think <clears throat> other than this game, um, he has, he's been very, he's been blowing people up. I bet When you don't hear about a middle linebacker, that usually means they're doing really well. Yeah, and, and that's been him. You, you have it, but then you watch on some of like the uh, people who break down the plays. He's still he is just as strong as he's always been. He's just as instinctive. He's still running people over. He's yeah. still bl- even in this Colts game. He was still blowing up blockers to stop Jonathan Taylor for you know two or three yards. I'm not worried about him. Um, I know that it was like the cool thing when the year started to 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 think that High Tower was washed or whatever for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but no, I'm not worried off, about him. Forget so quickly. People forget how good he is. And by the way, I also want to give um, Devin McCourty his flowers. For some reason, he's not. And I, I, I don't know why. I, I think it's because he plays. And I'm going to compare. I think we've done this comparison before. I'm going to compare him to Tim Duncan, in the sense where 
the way McCordy plays, it's not that exciting. No. It's, it's really not. It's very, it, it's very by the books. You know, he doesn't light you up like Rodney Harrison or, you know, Dawkins or anybody yeah. like that. He's not like Ed Reed where everything's nope. a pick six. Nope. Who Ed Reed. I loved Ed Reed. Um, but no, he, Greatest but he, I've ever seen. he does everything you need to, you need him to do though. He gets the defense lined up. He, he covers, he tackles, he hits, he comes up and run deep. He does all these things. It's, it's, I think if we're going to talk about one of the most underrated players for the past, whatever decade, McCordy has to be on there. Oh, yeah. He's never talked about, but yet when people bring him up, you'll have people be like, Oh yeah, no, he's good. And then they just move on to other people. And yeah. it's like, just because he doesn't have all those pick sixes or all that, he's one of the best safety and he still is, which is, and this might be his last year or one of his last years. Yeah. He's still so good. So good. So good. So I don't know. I, I just kind of, and that's why, that's why it was so funny that Hightower and McCordy were the two that got kind of juked on that, on that big yeah. run by Taylor. It's like of all the people, like that's how, you know, uh, it's destiny for the Colts to win this game. What's that? Happen? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. Besides yeah, the block it, punt, I'm like, there it is. And, and, you know, that's kind of it. I, I've been watching the uh, the Brady documentary. Uh, I think I texted you about it, the whole uh, the man in the arena thing that he does. Um, so I will say this going in there as someone who is who couldn't give two shits about Brady right now because he's not on the Patriots. But it luckily it is not. So it's kind of Brady's is a focal point, but it's not really. It's not, you know, it, it doesn't surround him. But just to bring it back to what I'm talking about now, there were so many times where he was like, yeah, you know, we played the, you know, but we played the Steelers in the regular season. We got our heads bashed in, you know, we met him again in the playoffs and we kicked their ass. There's so many games that you see and it's like, oh, I forgot that they got lit up by, you know, the Chiefs. I forgot they got, you know, demolished by, you know, the, the Dolphins, Bills. The, the Bill. Yeah, yeah the, the Bills, Bills beat them 36-0 uh, and then with Drew That was a Bledsoe and Lawyer Malloy, right? What, yep. Was it Lawyer Malloy there too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it, so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you kind of always look and then like you'll see the record. It's like, oh, yeah, they were, um, you know, Patriots ended the season 12-4. and four. They were the three seed. But like no one like i'm sure the sky wasn't falling looking back on it but now it's just so funny like the patriots right now are nine and five in in the number two seed and people are like oh my god up in arms and everything and again it sucks to lose the one seed and all that but it's like you got to put it in perspective after a loss like this like these things happen i mean the bucks lost nine to nothing like yeah. let's uh, the god, the so lions satisfying. the detroit lions beat the Arizona Cardinals. So let's not sit here and act like this loss was the, was the worst loss of even the week, the week, the weekend, the Patriots lost to a very good Colts team who is getting hot at the right time. I did want to ask you this kind of, and, and we still have a little bit more to talk about with this game. Do you believe in the, the phrase, you know, that teams uh, peak uh, too soon or things like that? Do you believe in that? Um, no, I mean not particularly because it seems it seems odd. Like I, I'm trying to think of an example. Normally, when I hear stuff like that, I'm I'm a big history of the game type guy. Like I I know every team from like 2007 and what they did and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I try and think of examples like that where they 
I mean, obviously teams are going to start out really well and then kind of fade out. If you call yeah. that a peak, then yeah, because I thought that the Chargers were going to do that and stuff. The like Raiders, that. the Raiders were really good yeah, to start the year. But yeah. I don't know if that's just them peaking at the right time or the wrong time, or if it's just like a lack of consistency for the team and whatnot. Maybe injuries play a part of that too. Like there's so mm-hmm. many factors in football, especially now with everyone going down with COVID. It's like you never really know mm-hmm. what what's going to happen a few games away, but. No, I I don't believe that just because it seems so egregious to me. Like if a team starts out seven and zero and then loses the last seven, it's like, oh, they peaked too early. It's like, no, they probably just fell apart toward the end, and like there may be a locker room issue or something. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't particularly. I'd have to do some research, but I don't think there's much merit in that. Okay, and that that's that was that's kind of what I figured. That's kind of along my same line of thinking as well. Because I I saw people say that. You know, uh, going into this game, you know, before the game was played, you're like, oh, you know, are you worried that the Patriots are peaking too soon? You know, they're on a seven game winning streak like that doesn't make sense to me, because I think if if your team can be classified as peaking too soon, you're not a good team. You're just a lucky team. You just happen to strand together a few wins. You know what I mean? Like I I now I believe in teams getting hot at the right time. That's different. Like, you know, the Giants, the two years they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they got hot at the right time. But I don't believe in teams peaking too soon because it, in in that case, it's like you're just not a good team. You're just getting yeah. lucky. Because you like you're peak. Yeah. Cause if you're if you're peak and then your your valley is this low, you're just you're you're not a good team. You're not peaking too soon. You just got lucky. You had a couple bounces go your way. So but yeah, I, I just want to ask you because people were saying that about the Patriots, where it's like, oh, you know, could they be peaking too soon? I'm like, no, they're just playing well, so they're beating teams. Like, yeah, that's, nothing cher- to do that's with that. cherry picking at some point. Maybe you're looking a little too much into it, trying to find something that's not there. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, you know, Patriots did uh, defense. I mean, uh, the defense, honestly, other than that blocked punt, I mean, they gave up 20 points. Um, you know, not great, but not definitely not bad. Um, no, and then, I mean, I I, I know they gave up that, you know, big, you know, 67 yard run, um, you know, in, inexcusable, but listen, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm going to look at the glasses half full. You take away the blocked punt, which technically the defense didn't give up. That was just a, a breakdown in special teams. And you take away that giant ass run Patriots only gave up 17 points. So, yeah. I mean, let's, you know, like, let's not act like this is the end of the world. Yep. Um, Call a spade a spade. Uh, no, actually, no, they only gave up uh, 13 points, not 17 points. My bad. Um, but either way, again, Patriots still gave up a shit ton of points. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about with this game in particular? No, I want to bury this game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of done with it, to be honest. Um, I don't. It's just one of those bad games. I mean, shit, the Patriots got, you know, blown out worse than this to the Chiefs that year, you know, the on to Cincinnati year. They went on to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, let's not, uh, you know, yeah. let's not it act like. It could be a like, big momentum thing. It, it could be. And, you know, that's kind of, I think there was, who was it? I think it was Matthew Slater or McCordy or someone said, you know, sometimes games like this, you know, you kind of need them, you know, and I hate when fans say that, but when players say, you know, hey, you know, we, you know, it's a, it's a good team building thing. It's a good, you know, it's something that we needed. Then it's like, oh shit. Like you guys get it. So yeah. Hey, I'm not that worried. means they got a good, good outlook or mentality, I guess about it. And that makes me yeah. feel better. Yeah. Yeah. No, which means they got good leaders. You know, they got Judon, they got 
um, McCourty, they got Slater. Um, then, I mean, even, even on offense, you know, it seems like Damian Harris has taken a role of kind of leading a little bit. You got, um, I, like, I, I know. Jamie's going to be going next year, but. Yeah, probably, but I don't know. Well, we'll see. That's, that's an issue for later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Patriots lost. They're still the number two seed in the AFC though. So let's not act like shit's going wrong. If they went out or if they just beat the bills this weekend, they have the AFC. So I'm not worried. Um, who should be worried is the NFL right now. The NFL, I think currently the last like few days, it's been like 150 players have been added to the COVID list. Uh, Kendrick Bourne being one of them. Um, I don't, I'm assuming he's going to come back, but even if he doesn't, whatever, um, big names, you got Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill got named to the, um, to the COVID list. They play on Christmas day. Don't they? The chiefs, oh. I believe the chiefs, let, let me actually look it up right now. Christmas day games. Uh, I typed in Christmas day games. And it's bringing up like games you can play with your family. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I don't want to. That's not, it's not what I'm looking at people. Um, Stupid. So you got the Browns and the Packers and the Cardinals and the Colts. Okay. So I was wrong. Whatever it is, what it is. Sometimes you're wrong. Um, But yeah, either way, you still have like Travis Kelsey. You got Brandon cooks gone for the Texans, which upsets me because I have him in fantasy. Yeah, that's, um, that's tough. Although I'm out of fantasy now, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, see, I had a bye week the first week because I finished in first. So, you know, that's perks of being the best at what you do. Um, yeah. So uh, Austin Eckler from the Chargers is out. You know, you have a good amount of people that are out. Uh, I bring up Kelsey and Hill. I think it would be interesting. Who do the uh, Chiefs play? Chiefs. Get somebody easy, unfortunately. No, isn't it the Steelers? So, Chiefs play the Steelers on Sunday. Sounds like a trap game. Especially if Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are out. I think this is one of those games where if they are both out and you see Mahomes kind of perform mediocrely, averagely, I think we can kind of say, you know, yeah, Mahomes is good, but he also has a track team, all-star, all-pro team that he plays with. So I think that if Kelsey and Hill are both out, or honestly, even if one of them are out, the Steelers are one of those weird, dumb teams that, like, they'll they'll randomly be in the game in the fourth quarter somehow, even though Big Ben can't move. Like the Patriots, I mean the the Steelers' offense is is in shambles. Is see, like they'll they could still come in. So, yep. I hate rooting for Pittsburgh again, but we want Pittsburgh to win. Yeah. Pittsburgh can beat the Pittsburgh can beat the Chiefs. Patriots play the Bills. You win, you're back in the one seed. I think I think Pittsburgh has some momentum too with Big Ben retiring. I would I don't think it's crazy. I might bet on Steelers just for the fuck of it. I would honestly I would if Kelsey or Hill are out. You might as well, honestly, because think about it. I mean, I don't, the, the Steelers do have an above average defense or they yeah. can play. They're not consistent, but they can play above average. They're the, they're a team that strikes me as one that plays to the level of their competition Yeah, where if they're playing a shitty team, they're, they're not going to play great, but they get up for these big games. So I don't know, seeing them go against the chiefs. I mean, will, We'll know because at that point the Patriots would have already played because the Chiefs play at 425. Um, 
I don't know. I th- I think if Kelsey and if Kelsey and Harold are out, I'm picking the Steelers. And that'd be awesome because I think if the the Patriots get the one seed this weekend, I don't think they let it go. I'm betting With on the- Josh Gordon touchdown. That's all I'm betting on. All Josh Gordon actually anyway. just got activated off the COVID list, so he he beautiful. He uh, he My man. He he will be playing. Um, I think so. Um, oh, this so just in. I want to say at what is it right now? So about actually an hour ago. Patriots pro-, pro bowlers have been announced. Do you Ooh. want to take a guess who you think they are? Judon. I'm not going to tell you if you're right or not. Okay. No, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, Judon. Yeah, Judon okay. fucking All obviously. Right. He's like, yep. Yep. Two of them are kind of obvious. Okay, so give me how many on offense, how many on defense? Two on defense, and if I tell you where the other one is, you'll know who he is exactly. He's on special teams. Oh, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Matthew Slater is going to be in there regardless, yeah. so that's yeah. not even giving anything away. Yeah. He's he's literally in the Pro Bowl every year. Like, Hall of Famer. Hall yep. of Famer. First ballot. So fucking good. Crazy. So good. Him and his dad. No one cares. Him and his dad. Hall of Famers. Um, do you know good who the third one? Third one is. Kind of obvious again. Uh, so there's two defenders, J.C. Jackson. So there's three I got Jackson. right there. And then there's two more on offense. No, no, no. That's it. Just Jackson, Judon, and oh, um, it was just three. And Slater. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, I think that's good. So I get we'll kind of do a um, kind of an impromptu little little segment here. Do you think anybody else on the patch should have been in? I would have to look at numbers compared to others at his position. <clears throat> I think. Uh, Tight end stats. I think you read my mind. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, he's got to be up there for Hunter Henry has the most, touchdowns. the most, uh, the most touchdowns for a tight end right now. Um, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Like he catches, and he went through that stretch where he had what five straight games with a touchdown or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was something crazy like that, right? Because that, that would be the other one that my mind would immediately jump to, mostly because Darren Waller's been out. Mark Andrews has had some unspectacular games. George Kittle has just come back from injury. Of course, he's balling now. But if we're going to take those guys out because they missed most of the season, like Hunter Henry seems like he should be on there. He should be. I'm trying to I, – I hate some of these – some of amazing things. you just automatically went to look up tight ends because you knew where i was going with that well because i mean it it makes sense if you think about it like come on he's he's had actually a good season i think what's probably going to hold him back is probably his yardage because i don't think um i don't think he has uh, catch like, volume isn't there either for the most part yeah no i, I, I i'm not he'll have like two three catches two touchdowns two catches two touchdowns like one or two catches, one touchdown, like all the time. So the volume isn't there, but he's. I think I think there was that game. one game where he had what it was. Um, it was I like two the, catches, twenty-four yards, and a touchdown, and it's like very the Browns. I think was it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. he had two touchdowns against the Browns. I know that. Uh, let me see. Ah, okay. Hunter Henry has nine touchdowns right now. Nine receiving touchdowns, which is. The most in the league. Behind him is Mark Andrews and Dawson Knox from See? Buffalo. Like, okay, and Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox isn't making the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so but but you know who is Kelsey? I'm sure is making it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Kittle or Andrews are going to make it. So 
Yeah. See, that's so see weird. yardage wise just though. A popularity vote. This is this is where Hunter Henry gets screwed. So yardage, yeah. he has 471 yards. Oh my god. That's so I wild. mean, we're looking Andrews and Kelsey have over a thousand. Kittle has 850. Dawson Knox has 527. Dallas fucking Goddard has 731. So oh, yeah, he is he's he is. I don't even got I'm trying Pat Fryermuth. Has 422, so he has more yards that than Pittsburgh's tight end. Yeah, so there, so that's that's what's holding him back. If he had if he had more yards, he'd be up there. But like, but the touchdowns come for nothing. I mean, that's kind of the most important part of the game. The whole like point you, of being on the field, you can catch 200 yards and not score and not impact the game. I I don't know, I, but like you said, it, it is kind of a popularity thing. Um, but either way. I kind of I don't care because guess what it doesn't matter because Patriots going to be in the Super Bowl so those guys aren't going to be playing yeah. in the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah do you maybe. think so? Do you think so on offense? Any other? I don't know who else would maybe. Matt Mac would know. be my only other nod, and then it's like actually no, uh, I'd have to I'm look at to running back like, numbers too. But Damian Harris, it's maybe because he's he been missed, injured. He missed a couple times. games. Yeah, if yeah, he would have stayed in, it. he would have been but up the there. Touchdown numbers are crazy. You think any maybe some offensive linemen? I'm trying to think who, yeah, who maybe I should mean, have stayed in there. Like I know David Andrews is good, but I know the, he's never going to get it. If the Pro Bowl skilled positions are a popularity contest, then the linemen, especially offense, it's all popularity. It's all yeah, because no one stuff like yeah. that. Because like, who are you going to vote for? Like Kaleche Osemele, who's one of the better offensive linemen in the league, or are you going to vote for like? You know, Shaq Mason. Like, yeah, it's kind of. By the way, Shaq Mason's been really good this year. Really good. Very. And like, (laughs) like if I think anyone could make a Pro Bowl on the offensive line, I would say Shaq Mason and David Andrews are both extremely capable. Obviously, Trent Brown is the difference maker, but he missed so many games. Yeah. Yeah, no, he missed a lot. And then, I mean, Isaiah Wynn's been hit or miss. Um, Oh, by the way, so are are you worried about Isaiah Wynn, by the way? I see a lot of people kind of getting upset with him. He hasn't. He hasn't been as consistent, but he's definitely not been as bad as people say. I, I, don't, I don't like him, to, to be honest. He, no. he's, he's just yeah, not he's just playing one of those guys. up to par. And the Patriots being such a run-heavy team, you reward offensive linemen with run block. They don't yep. like to pass block. They want to run block. They want to pancake. They want to get off the line of scrimmage, get to the second level, get to the third level, and absolutely ruin somebody. So with a team that rewards their offensive linemen as much as the Patriots guys does, you expect better effort in the passing game, and he just cannot pass protect. I don't want to say to save his life, but he has been subpar in most circumstances. And it's like he's had some great moments. He's had some <clears throat> some moments yes, of fame yep. where I'm like, this guy's holding down the fort. But like in offensive linemen, it's a very – unceremonious position if you're bad for three games then you might as you're well bad. Have been bad you're your just whole bad career. yeah yep. then you're just not yep. a good tackle like winston yep. justice the old eagles tackle yeah used to crush it consistency never hurt all throughout his season then he gave up like four sacks to clay matthews two on like back-to-back plays and like just got roasted and then everyone bullied him and he threatened to yep. shoot up the locker room and stuff like that. And like, <laughs> fr- friggin', and then his whole career fell apart and everyone was like, this dude sucks. He's never been good. And I was always like, all right, well, hold on, hold on. But like, that's, <laughs> that's just how it works. Like people are going to look at the body of work you've done recently and they want you to update your resume. If your resume doesn't look good in the last couple of games in the last year, 
sorry, you're not a good offensive lineman. It's a cutthroat business, yeah. tough position. No love for it if you do well, and certainly no love if you do bad. Sorry, Isaiah, I do not like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He has it. He's seems like recently I've been seeing his name more in a negative light, which is definitely alarming. So it, it, it's not a it's not one of those positions or one of those players where I'm like, oh, I have to worry about him. But it's one of those players where when a flag gets called and it's him, I'm like, shit him again. If, if that makes yeah. sense, you know, like yeah. I'm not worried about him on the field, but when he does something wrong, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yep. yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. Like, it's but one of those then things, if, you know? If Shaq Mason does it, you're like, what are you doing? Oh, God. Why if Shaq Mason, happen? if if David Andrews gets called for holding, I'm like, okay, listen, sir. Mr. Yeah. Referee. Oh, I if think David Andrews snaps the ball over Max's head or even puts a snap that isn't right in the bread basket, then everyone's like, no, nope, Max's fault, buddy. Like, I'm what saying are you it's doing? Max's fault. Yeah, I would, I would blame Mac. I'd be like, listen, that, that was on you. <clears throat> Put your hands in the right spot. But no, yeah. Shaq Mason has actually been a real, kind of an unsung hero for this line. You haven't heard his name, and that's all you want as an offensive yep. lineman. Like Trent Brown, other than to kind of start the season when he got hurt, when he came back, he was a little rough. You haven't really heard Trent Brown's name. Yeah. Trent Brown has He's been very good. Shaq Mason, very good. Um, David Andrews, Isaiah Wynn, a little iffy. I mean, you know, you got Mike Unwenu, and then you got Ted Karras, who's been really good too. So Patriots offensive line is good. That's what, and again, that's one of those things. That's why I'm not too worried about the team because the core is 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 good right now it's just you had a shitty game against the Colts I mean let's just let's just call it what it is but um so right now the Patriots are the number two seed um I am looking it up right now just so I get make sure I get all the actual like seedings and all that fun shit right so right now you have the Chiefs in the one seed 10 and four only 10 win team in the AFC um, next, you got the Patriots, who are nine and five. The Titans are nine and five as well, but you have the tiebreaker over them because you did beat them. Because uh, Ryan Tannehill, spoiler alert, he's not good when Derrick no. Henry isn't there. I, I have, I don't. And it, granted, he tricked me too. He tricked us all into thinking he was good. He's an average quarterback. He's a deceit he, artist. That's for he, sure. Yeah, that's what he's good. But they are saying Derrick Henry. Could there's a very strong chance now? I think you brought it up last week that he could be back, should be back for the first week in the playoffs. So, kind of alarming, but at the same time, it's I don't know. I I I still I will never get scared over a team that has Ryan Tannehill as their starting quarterback. Like and now Julio's hurt again. Like their team is Julio's nicked up. Yeah, Julio's on the back end. He comes back for one game and then he gets hurt like the second quarter. Couldn't even make it a whole half. And it's like, yeah, I think Julio's been on the way out for a while. To be completely honest, yeah, yeah, last couple of years. Yeah, since I want to say it was three years ago or four years ago, he used to have consistent seasons of like crazy yardage and then like two touchdowns. Best receiver in the league. Yeah, and you heard that all the time, and I'd always be like the best receiver in the league would get in the end zone more than twice, more than three times, more than whatever numbers. He That's had. when you started to know when he stopped scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Cause it's like, sure. Could you blame it on the Falcons offense? Yeah, a little bit, but if you're Julio Jones, like he had, he had like three touchdowns in the year, Matt Ryan won MVP. I was like, what is that? That's, that's like the closest person I'll compare Julio Jones to is Megatron. I guarantee you there was never a year where Megatron just didn't have that many touchdowns. No, because he's, not. it doesn't matter if you're covered or not, you're still going to get the ball. So yeah, yeah. there is something up with Julio. Even when he's covered, he's open. Even when, yeah, ugh, 
I love Megatron. Um, so you Somebody got too. You got the you got we all do, but you you go love Carson Wentz on your own. You I, I don't hate bitch. I don't hate Megatron. He's just you know not my top five. Moving on. In the fourth seed, you have the Bengals who have creeped back into the yeah. back into here somehow. Um, Bengals are eight and six. They're uh, so weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. Colts are eight and six. We know how the Colts are. Chargers eight and six. So everybody's just fucking eight and six. Chargers are eight and six. Bills are eight and six. Bills, by the way, if the Browns got their shit together and didn't have 50% of their team on COVID on the COVID list, if they would have won, Bills would have been out of the playoff spot right now. So Imagine. let's just, I, they can this week, if the Ravens win in the Patriot in, uh, in the Patriots win, which means they beat the bills, obviously yep. bills are out of the playoff spot. So, and, and they have a, I think it's actually, they have a 0% chance of winning the, um, of winning the East. Yeah. I think. Cause then happens. they'd be, yeah, you know, cause then they'd be two games behind in the Patriots would have the tiebreaker. So, yep. um, yeah. So the bills are kind of bringing up the rear there, eight and six. Um, As they usually do. So I do want to ask of the teams, everybody here, and I'll even throw the Ravens in there. Ravens right now are technically out of the playoff spot, but the Ravens are Ravens are the eighth seed. I'm not going to bring up the Steelers, Raiders, anybody else, because I don't think that's worth bringing up. Anybody on this list kind of will, will kind of reconvene what we did a couple of weeks ago. Anybody here scare you? Um, I mean, when – the Colts are led into battle by that warrior of a quarterback. Nice. They scare me. When Patty Mahomes seems to have figured it out, the Chiefs are playing well, they sort of scare me. I'm definitely more scared of the Colts than I am of the Chiefs. I think if you watched the last Chiefs game, I, I don't did. know yep. what happened to Patty Mahomes. He is missing swing passes, like wide open in the flat. He didn't look good for three quarters. He he cannot throw it, or he, not that he cannot, but he was missing atrocious throws. Throws that if Cam Newton does that, it's all over Instagram. This guy has to retire. This guy's terrible. He can't even throw it to the flat. Patty Mahomes does it. Silence. Nothing. No one says anything. No one cares. And it's just like, he had a lot of concerns and a lot of things that I was like, that is uncharacteristic. That's not what I've seen. So I'm not entirely full-fledged hiding under my bed when I know the Chiefs are coming to town. The Colts I'm scared of. The Bills I'm not scared of. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the Steelers. We own them. I know you didn't even put them in the conversation. We no. own them. Yeah, the, only, the only reason I have like 20% worry for the Steelers just because, you know, I, I'm a big believer in fate. Big Ben's last year, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if everything culminates together and maybe they go on some weird run. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's like a 20% chance, but I think it could. Yeah, I, I get uh, that. I get that. But other than those teams, like you said, the Raiders, fool's gold. I don't, I don't think they're anything capable. The Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers we already beat once. and Bill The Bengals. That was the other immaculate. team. Yep, the Bill Belichick has an immaculate record against young quarterbacks, so I'm not worried about the Bengals or the Chargers, mostly because we already beat the Chargers. And I think he can blitz the hell out of Joe Burrow, give him flashbacks to him snapping his knee last year, and we would get right underneath his skin. Yeah, no, Burrow, loses, Burrow won't know what to do. No, if the Bengals are losing to the 49ers, excuse me, nice burp. If the Bengals lose to the 49ers, which they did, then they'll certainly lose to the Patriots. 
Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with everything you said, the chiefs, I wanted to bring this up because I brought this up with the bills and I hate to say it because it's like, Oh, who did they beat? And like, they can't, they, they can't pick who they play. So I'm not, I'm not diminishing their wins. What I'm asking is who have, who have the chiefs beat? Let me ask you week one, they played the Browns. They won 33 to 29. That might be the most impressive win on their schedule. Again, but it was still week one. I say it was still week one because the Patriots lost to the Dolphins week one. Like you have all these weird games. Aaron Rodgers got blown out week one. So let's not act like week one is the end all be all. But again, still good win. Week two, they lost to the Ravens. Week three, they lost to the Chargers, who the Patriots beat. Week four, they beat the Eagles. Like, cool. Cool. Like, no, I'm that's not, a good win. Like, that I'm not, that's not a good, take impressed. your bias out. That is not I'm a good impressed. win. There's no that's bias. Not a good win. I am truly impressed. Blown Moving away. Moving on, you son of a bitch. Week five, they lost to the Bills. Uh, they got shit canned by the Bills, 38 to 20. Week six, they beat the Washington football team. Whoopty yeah, freaking do. Um, week seven, 27 to three, they lost to the Titans. Week eight, they beat the Giants. Are you going to, are you going to put that on a plaque? Kansas City and say that was like a great win. Uh, week nine, Barely they beat, beat the Packers. Too. Week nine, hey, we beat the Packers. That's a good win. Oh, wait, Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. No, not, not a good win. And you barely beat them. 13 to 7. If you watch the game, if 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 the Packers had Brian Hoyer as their quarterback, they would have won that game. But they didn't. So um the the Raiders, they beat the Raiders. Divisional game, good game, but the Chiefs do own the Raiders. But again, I'm not gonna diminish that, whatever. Cowboys, they won 19 to nine. I guess you could say that's a good one because the Cowboys were, I think, the number two team at that point. Um, even though the Cowboys have been going through some peaks and valleys, they still beat them. Um, next game, they beat the Broncos. I don't put that as, as anything big because the Broncos don't have a good quarterback. They no. have nothing. And now um, Teddy Bridgewater's hurt again. So I'm yeah, yeah. Bridgewater, Bridgewater had to get carted out of the stadium. So whatever. Uh, Chiefs beat the Raiders again. Again, I don't I, like. I get it's a divisional game and I understand, but I see this as kind of like when the Patriots play like the jets because the Raiders just don't play well. Um, Oh, Hey, they finally beat the chargers 34 to 28. Um, And now this week they're playing the Steelers moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, not scared of the chiefs. The chiefs don't have that many good wins. Um, The Raiders, by the way, do not play any tricky, scary defense. They play one or two specific types of defenses and just hope that that works. Uh, Browns game to start the year. That's great. Patriots beat the Browns too. What do you know? Who cares? Um, And then you beat the Packers. I feel like people forget that Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. So like when people say, Oh, the chiefs beat the Packers. It's like, yeah. Who was the quarterback? Yeah, not impressed. Not Aaron Rodgers. If it was Aaron Rodgers, you lose that game, and the Patriots are the one seed right now. So, granted, I am still worried just because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna assume that Kelsey and Hill are gonna be on the COVID list when they play. So, I'm sure they'll be healthy. They'll be off in a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be there. So that that's scary. But like you said, though, Mahomes, something. I, I there's something. He's he's playing real Cam Newton recently, where okay. like he just uh, we're not he, trying to compliment him here. We're trying to <laughs> talk about how bad he's been playing. Oh yeah, that's why I brought up Cam you Newton. Might, you might as well just say he's been playing like Dan Marino. Ooh, bottom tier, oh, bottom oh, tier quarterback. That's, that's what you mean. See, that's where we our paths split. That's where you're misguided, old sport. I think Cam that. Newton, Cam Newton, Hall of Famer, first ballot. 
That's a, that's a conversation for another day. He's got so uh, many rushing touchdowns, broken so that many That is records. a conversation. 15 and <laughs> one on the way to a dominant playoff run to a underwhelming Super Bowl. Yeah, I do wish he won that Super Bowl though. I will. You're I will. Telling me. Um, yeah, I. Oh yeah, I'm Patriots fans. Of course, we don't like Peyton Manning. Um, Giant forehead. Can't stand yeah, he, the biggest forehead in all the land. Couldn't um, land a plane on that broad. So, so basically, though, the Chiefs kind of worried. The only team I'm genuinely worried about is because I don't know how the Patriots are going to handle them again. Is the Colts? Is the Colts? That's it. Because the Colts, I think Jonathan Taylor, I think he has the inside track to get the MVP. To be honest, Um, you know, granted, and I only think that because I know Brady kind of had like he was going to get it. Brady had Brady hasn't had great games the last couple. That last game was. One of the worst games I've seen. Yeah. So Jonathan Taylor, he's very good, but you have to think that Belichick's going to make the adjustment. Uh, And like I said, assuming all those self-inflicted wounds or opportunities not taken don't happen again. I think this game goes completely different. If the Patriots and Colts play in the AFC championship game, which I am calling now, I think that's what it's going to be. But do you think chiefs right now are the number one seed? They have to win out obviously to keep it. Um, they play, I think they play the, the Steelers, the Broncos in the, the Panthers, I think, um, uh, let me see chief schedule. They play the, the Steelers, Bengals, and Broncos. The Patriots play the bills, Jaguars, and dolphins. Do you think Kansas city drops one of those games in new England wins out and they can somehow get the number one seed again? I think New England wins out. Unfortunately, I also think Kansas City wins out. The only one in question for me mm-hmm. for Kansas City, like we talked about, is the Steelers game, and that's because they have two of their best weapons out. Yep. If yep. there was a peak at the right time, which we both agree, there's peak at the right time, yep. not the wrong time. It seems like yep. the Chiefs have peaked at the right time. Obviously, there's still problems with the quarterback. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think – I don't know. I think, but you know, worst case scenario, I think it's truly a toss up. Literally they could both win out and then obviously the, the chiefs get it, but exactly. Yeah. Which again, I don't think number two seed going into the playoffs. That's not the worst thing. Take for the it, Patriots. 100%. Cause you still have home field against everybody, yeah. but the chiefs. Half so the like, let's they won the Super Bowl, they were like the second, third seed. Like they don't care. Yeah. It's just what, what do you do in the playoffs? Well, yeah, no, that's because normally like the Colts or the Ravens or the Steelers would take the one seed Patriots would go in as the two and they'd still, you know, they'd still win. You know, yep. they'd go in 12 and four. The other team would go 13 and three or 13 and uh, no, no. Yeah. 13 yeah, that and makes three. sense. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, I keep the, seeing the, the 17 game season yeah. fucking me up. Um, when I found out th- this upcoming week is week 16, I was like. Yeah. And I'm like, so this is the le- last what? week. Yeah, <laughs> like, what like, do you mean? On. It's it's I don't I don't like it at all. I don't know why Roger Goodell did this. Well, I do know money. That's why he's just a greedy son of a bitch. Um, so I think that was all. Let me just make sure. I think that was all I had to. Yeah. COVID. Oh, yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you. So with these games, with the COVID and everything, with the games getting postponed, do you think the NFL should do away with Thursday night games and do a double header on Monday? No. Cause, cause right now, cause, cause they had to postpone the Thursday night uh, game 
right. Or, or no, they had to postpone the the games that the Browns and the Raiders played, so, and which the would Seahawks, have been on Saturday or, or Sunday or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I kind of like the double header Monday games. I don't like the Tuesday games. Tuesday games can can, well, can no, piss they off. did the double like header that. on Tuesday. I thought they only did one on Monday. No, no, no. They did on Monday. Monday they had a game start at five, and then they had a game start at seven, or like the normal time. Yeah. Yeah, let me actually pull up just to make sure. Because uh, I know that it was uh, Monday. I cast it on the Birds and Rams yesterday, so that's why I know it. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they played. Let me see. How about Monday the Birds, though? And, uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, it hurts, baby. That, that's a quarterback right there. Imagine Shut what up. Bill Belichick could do with Jalen Hurts. Oh, well, he actually – well, remember he um everybody thought that that's who uh, well no 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 not Jalen Hurts it was uh, Justin Fields that's what everybody thought yeah. that they were gonna get uh, but no rather. no no it was the um it was the Browns Raiders Vikings Bears that's who played Monday okay. Okay. so so it was two of them um I don't know I th- I think I'm just trying to get away from Thursday night football I just don't like it I yeah, do I, I love it I, I like it. yeah I need, I need a reason to drink on Thursday I mean that's true yeah I mean I guess yeah I mean if you want to you know yeah, my weekend your... started early because I I go. A- abstinent from Monday to Wednesday, and then things get fucking weird. And then just things Thursday get wild, night. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the, get unhinged like a snake opening up its jaw for its prey. <laughs> That's how it's going to be this week. Are you gonna uh, you gonna do some Christmas drinking? You're gonna do some uh, Christmas drinking during the games, and then also on Sunday as well, kind of do a if whole weekend of drinking. Anyone there? from my family, the answer, and you would know this, is a resounding yes. In fact, so. I'm, do you have any, do you have any like special, like Christmassy alcoholic drinks you do or like special drinks for the occasion? Or do you just go your regular, whatever you do? I always sit down in my living room and mostly it's all, or every time basically I've watched, it's all NBA on Christmas. Now we have some football games, which I think is kind of sus. I don't know what the NFL is going to do there. It's sneaking, weird. Yeah. It's sneaking weird. in on NBA day. I kind of like fine. it, but I kind of don't. I'll, I'll I don't watch know. We'll it. see. Yeah, but I'm going to be sitting in my chair in the living room with a 30-pack of Bud Light right next to my chair, and I will just siphon from this every so often. Usually the family cooks up some sangria, too, which is like our go-to holiday thing. If I'm feeling I real fucking love sangria. It's so good, and like wine drugs the best. But then like if I'm going to start drinking like early, like yes, I am not, I'm not above drinking a Bud Light at 7 in the morning. Been there, done it, love a morning Bud Light, but mimosas are also a classic option on the holidays so i think that's in there i don't like eggnog i think eggnog tastes like children's blood i do not like i don't know what's another christmas drink it's like i don't like fruit cake i don't like a lot of a lot of a lot of peppermint stuff is what you get on christmas i feel like you get a lot of like candy cane like mixed yeah i'm not picking up dr mcgillicuddy's like no i might get tequila if i'm feeling fucking i will not do i will not do actually no i had a shot of tequila on my wedding day actually and i didn't like it was so normally i very much dislike tequila but like you know we had a group there and you know i think there were like six or seven of us we were all doing shots my wife was there and she was like ah, i'm not i'm not fucking doing the tequila shot like you can do it i was like bitch i don't like tequila <laughs> like, but i did it anyways it was so and i wasn't really drunk because you know it was it it wasn't in the wedding wasn't an open bar, but we we bought enough alcohol to where it it, it didn't run out. It, it was one of those things where like we we footed the bill. I was almost really scared for a second. Actually, no, it, it actually turned out to be less money, like less money for us to 
buy the beer and alcohol or whatever in bulk than have an open bar. So we had like blue moon, which is my favorite. We had Corona, which is her favorite. I think we have like a wine, stuff like that. Um, But either way, then somehow tequila got brought in. So yeah, I won't do tequila, but when I had that shot, it must've been a good tequila because my tequila experiences were all like college type days. I didn't go to college, but when I visited people there, it was, so it was the shitty tequila. It was yeah. the tequila oh, that yeah. was like in like the plastic bottle yep. that was like next to like the Svedka vodka. Yeah, and it, yeah, so yeah. it was just like not oh, good. I've been but there. In college, we used to drink the Hemador, which is like, they're basically, oh, they give you God. 10 bucks to buy it. it yeah. It they're burns, like, just take it. Yeah, just take it. It burns clean through. I'm, I'm bringing it up to the oh. counter. I have to sign a release. They're like, are you sure you want this drink? I'm like, yes. They're like, are you sure you <laughs> yeah. want to drink this drink? I'm like, yes. I'm signing oh. away my life. It is fantastic. But when you come up here for this Patriots game, we'll, we'll do a tequila shot of something nice. My favorite, the Don Julio. I think that must have been what it was because it, it, it wasn't bad tequila. So, okay. So what I will say then when I go up there, I'm going to ask you something, something I probably – 99.9% sure you have no idea what it is. Do you know what soju is? Soju. Yes. Is that sake? No. So sake it's like is a little green thing. bottle. Very similar. Sake is its own thing. Yes. Soju is uh so so my wife is Korean. Um now she she I always tell people that and she does not look Korean, but I never tell them that. So when they see her, they're like, who is this like who is, is she it from the so, good career or bad career uh the good one the good one so cool so soju it is uh, it's basically korean vodka so the first time i had it i was out we were at a korean barbecue with uh wifey and her parents uh father-in-law ordered soju so i was like i'm a man i'm gonna order it mind you this was like eight months ago so i was 29 so felt like i was gonna turn into a man there i was like balls have dropped Here get me go. a soju too gotta come had, eventually you know, you, you don't drink it. You pour it in little shots, take little shots of it, whatever. It it definitely you definitely know it's vodka. You definitely know it's some sort of alcohol. But oh, it's one of those things that you can keep drinking. But it's it's the alcohol. It is the definition, the poster child of the alcohol. When you drink so much of it and you stand up, that's when you know you're drunk. Oh god, it's a problem. But it's really good. So what I they have a bunch of different flavors. Uh, they got strawberry, passion fruit, um, a, a bunch of different stuff. So what I'll do then, I will either bring some up or I'll get some there. Um, very good stuff. So I think that's probably what I'm to bring it back to football. That's probably going to be what I will be drinking this weekend. That Ooh. mixed with a little bit of uh truly, probably. Um, you'll have to keister a bottle and bring it up here for me. Oh, it's 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 phenomenal. We could we could probably sit there with like a couple bottles and be like good to go. Excellent. Yeah, it's 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 very good. Uh you, you don't mix it with anything either, you just kind of pour it, drink it. Like it. I'm always open to, to new alcohol, food, little sauce, new alcohol. Yeah, 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 new alcohol. It's like ah, whatever. Like if yeah. it gets me there, it gets yeah, me there. Exactly. Um. So, anyways, alcohol, all that fun stuff out of the way. We are going to get to big game this weekend. Wow. I will say, probably, and I, I know we've said it so much. Biggest game of the year. Yep. Right. All is. things, all things considered, if you lose, <clears throat> I feel like you fall to. I don't even know what seed you'd fall I imagine to. Imagine like the fourth seed. Yeah, probably right at best. Um, so Patriots bills in Foxborough. I don't know. I don't know what the weather is supposed to be there. Um, but either way, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be cold. It's going to be, um, I doubt it's going to be a blizzard, 
or like a rainstorm like we saw when the Pats played uh, in Buffalo. It's Sunday's going to be rainy and 40 degrees. That's my shit right there. That's my shit. So, okay. So, see, I don't mind that. As long as the wind isn't crazy. I have no issues with the Patriots playing in the rain. No issues with that at all. I think I'm going to kind of say that I think the Patriots win. I think so, too. I like I don't I'm not I'm not afraid it, I think the one of the main reasons I'm not afraid of the Bills is because I feel like they're going to want to stop the run so much that the Patriots might know that but then the Bills might think the Patriots know that so maybe they won't they won't yeah. try to stop the run but then maybe they will so I feel like it's going to be one of those like weird yeah. like things I don't think the Bills know what to expect I think the I, I think the Pats win this game rather comfortably to be honest Bill and McDaniels have a chance to really play mind games with this game I think the Patriots definitely win pending injury like obviously if we have no one then I think we take the loss like, yeah that's just kind of how it goes yeah but I said it in the last show I'm gonna stick with it I'm a I look at history to know where I'm going type deal. So like we got swept last year by the that was Bills. Insightful I, shit. I think, Hey, what can I say? Sometimes I busted out most of the stuff I say is really Ooh. stupid, but last year we got swept by the Bills. This year, I think we sweep the Bills in recent history. If we split, then I believe we're just going to split again. And obviously eventually I'm going to be wrong, but it seems like more often than not, that's kind of what happens. It happens with the Dolphins. Basically it's happened the last four years with the Dolphins. We always lose one to the Dolphins and I'm going to stick to that. Until, you know, I get proven wrong. But that's why I think the Miami game is a guaranteed win, too. So I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to Joe Namath this one. I'm going to come out here and personally guarantee a Patriots dub pending any crazy COVID injuries. I'm going to guarantee a Patriots dub. Put all that extra pressure on the Patriots. I don't care. I'm not playing for them. Fuck them. I Uh, think they're going to win. Cole Beasley is out for this game um, for the Bills. Kind of big. You know, relatively big because he is their he is their go to spot. Guy. He's good. I yeah. like him. Very yeah. reliable. I think it's just one but... less guy. That's kind of what it is. You know, I yeah. think the drop down from Beasley to the next guy is low. I don't know who the next guy is. I don't even think Bills fans know because let's be honest, Bills as long fans as they are really have Bills Emmanuel fans. Sanders and Stefan Diggs. I don't uh, think it matters. Yeah, I don't Emmanuel see. I'm just I'm not no, and, and, you know, I do like Emmanuel Sanders. I wanted him to come to the pass, he didn't, obviously. Um, yeah, that was shitty. I don't know because Damian Harris, by the way, is back at practice. I guess he was so pumped up in practice. He was taking handoffs, yelling at Mac Jones. He was getting in everybody's face. I, I this would be dude, too after the performance so I just watched. I think because him being out last week and watching Stevenson struggle, watching Bolden struggle. I think Stevenson, by the way, was not at practice today. He has an illness. We don't know what it is, but, but JJ Taylor is off of the COVID list. Okay. So I think I'm kind of excited if JJ Taylor gets in the volume because I think he's a, he's like a little bowling ball. He's like a Our tiny, course. he's a, he, he is the definition of a change of speed back. If you have yes. Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson, but it looks like it's going to be Harris and uh, JJ Taylor. If you have both of them, that's a huge change of pace because you have your you have your smash and dash in my eyes. I think I think Damian Harris goes for over 100 this game. I think he's ready to go. He has fresh legs. I think they couldn't it, stop him the last time. I have no reason. They to couldn't otherwise. stop him last time. And I think McDaniel, I think McDaniel's just got in his head against the Colts. And like yeah. he tried to do all this weird shit. Dude, just get back. Outcoached himself. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. But, you know, 
it happens sometimes. It is yep. what it is. Patriots are still nine and five. Yeah. Put a fullback back there. Put six linemen in. Give me have Nikhil the Harry block the and just tank. bully them. bully them because i guarantee you damian harris is ready to go he Uh, knows what he did against the bills last game pro bowl snub jacob johnson potentially i mean like i don't know who made there are like five fullbacks in the league one of them is definitely kyle use from the uh, 49ers he's been a consistent pro bowler since he came into the league out of harvard uh i think he's a monster but then other than that like fullbacks have been underwhelming and there's not many of them and i can't think of much better ones that i'd want than Jakob johnson right now so i'm I trying know to look right now and i jj's watt jj watt's brother plays in one there's andy janovich neither one of them have done basically anything this year the only fullback from the afc is patrick richard from the ravens yes I very good He's very good. Yeah. And he plays good. defensive tackle. So yeah. Yeah. So that. okay. I guess I I guess I get that. Uh, eh, yep. you know, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna okay, overreact. All right. Yeah. I'm not gonna overreact like that. Yeah, you check or, or use check, whatever his name is. Fucking love him. <laughs> love Monster. Him. Is he um, he's the pro bowler for the NFC, right? He has to be, right? Let me see. NFC Pro Bowl roster. He has to. I don't know who else would. Anything I don't know who else would be on there, right? Egregious. Let me see. Um, so from the NFC, I will start flipping tables. Actually, you know what? Before we get into like the the exact specific, let me. We have I got the roster here. Um, so let's just start AFC. Uh, quarterbacks. Um. So. Oh my homeboy. Yeah. Who else would you say? Not Matt I guess Ryan. I'm. I guess I'm not really surprised for the AFC, you but like I kind of surprised. I'm surprised at one name, but just because Ryan, of Ryan how. Tannehill? No, you got Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert. Uh, so, like, uh, I, 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 I guess I get it. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. So, running backs, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon. Um, Love Joe Mixon. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who else from the what other running back would would be in there. I guess. See, uh, see, that's where if Damian Harris stayed healthy, I guarantee you he would have took that third spot. Yeah. There's okay. no way he wouldn't. No uh, way he I don't would. know. Joe Mixon's been all in. Yeah, but maybe uh, – well, no, because especially with Stevenson coming on, maybe Harris didn't. Yeah. I like Joe Mixon too. Wide receivers, uh, Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. Jamar Chase made it as a rookie suspect. Good. Hey, you know what, man? Good Suspect. for him because you know what? He's not going to no, get no, rookie no. of the year. He's not going to get no, rookie of the year. Not. So good for him. Definitely good not, for him. I don't even want to make it a Pro Bowl. I don't like that at all. I, I don't know where his stats are, but I just I don't know. Well, actually, you know what? Because the Bengals are are kind of good now. It it makes sense that he got on. Keenan there, Allen made the list. Keenan Allen made the list. Um, I think because he finally stayed healthy. When Keenan Allen is healthy, he's tremendous. A monster, a but he always gets hurt. Uh, tight ends. Pretty obvious, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. So I think I don't know where Hunter Henry was on the list, but I feel he he deserved to be up there. Maybe not on the team, but he he deserved to be on there. Where's uh, court, Where's Kurt Daryl Patterson? Uh, let me tell you. Hold on. Let me go to the NFC. Uh, NFC. Uh, yeah, I'll go through it real quick. You know where the quarterbacks are: Rodgers, Brady, and Kyler Murray. I mean, wait, no Stafford. 
No Stafford, which I think Stafford should have made it over Murray That's because I have kind of a hot take with Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is a sub is an average quarterback that makes really cool plays. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I I don't um I don't care for Kyler Murray that much. Uh, running I do not like are, that, Sam. I am I running back like so weird. Eggs and ham. Dalvin Cook makes sense. Dalvin Cook's really good, but James Conner from the Cardinals, I didn't think he was having that good of a year. It's kind of weird. But I don't uh, know. Uh, sorry, I have like a video playing in my ear right now. It's porn, isn't and it? And I don't know how to turn the sound off. I think I just did. I just hear some dude narrating in my ear, and it's making me really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Sorry, what were you saying? Before you so rudely <laughs> interrupted by what I think was Morgan Freeman. I was like, who is talking to me right now? <laughs> who is speaking? Yeah, uh, just, you guys hear one man. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Mike's really building this up. And also, Mike's <laughs> is sound black. I'm Mike's like, voice sounds to? real weird. Yeah. It's like um, James Earl Jones. I'm like, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about the uh, running backs. Dalvin Cook, James Conner, and Alvin Kamara. Um, I, I was kind of surprised with James Conner, but I guess he, he has actually been really good. He's been sick. Yeah, no, but Alvin's been missed some time. I wouldn't put Alvin on there. Uh, Debo got in there for a wide. Wait, so what was I even looking at here? Oh, Cordero Patterson, not on there. Nah, you know why? I think because they don't know what to put him in as. He's not, see, so that's the thing with him. He's not, he's not going to beat out any of the running backs. He's not going to beat out any of the receivers. So you can't, really put him in which is which sucks because he's been phenomenal phenomenal you got george kittle kyle pitts another rookie that got in there uh which i think kyle pitts has actually had he's gonna break like the rookie tight end yards record but uh yeah he had like 40 something yards against the patriots so he's uh, not good yeah I um, don't want to live in a world where Cordero Patterson does as much as he's done this year and doesn't make a Pro Bowl. You got to find a spot for him. You got to find a spot. I, I'm, I am happy. I will say this. I'm happy that George Kittle got on the list because yeah. I have been a George Kittle guy for a long time. Me too, but he's been injured most of the year. I wouldn't put him on there. Get him off that list. Yeah. yeah I, no, want, has... I want players that played all year long. No, you're not going to get him. You're not going to get him. So, I don't know. So, yeah, that, that, so that's Zach what you got Ertz. there. Where's Zach Ertz on this list? He, he, has to got like, he had to have been like third or something like that. He Dallas. had to have been. Cause I don't know. Dallas. That's a, I don't know. Dallas that's a, that's a, that's a weird, that's a weird list. But again, pro bowl, it, it's, it's one of those things where it is yeah. kind of a, a name game popularity contest. Yeah, you know, right. like if your name has been in the news, you're going to get in there. Yeah. Um, but so Patriots bills this weekend. Um, yeah. Back to topic. I'm going to let, I'm going to let you go first. How do you think this game goes? What do you think the score is? I'm going to preface by saying this is in my mind, in whatever reality, the Patriots are basically fully healthy. Like any guys that they have are mostly insignificant guys that they aren't in the starting lineup that they don't need. I'm thinking COVID, you know, doesn't have a huge impact on this game. If it does, then my opinions change. But the Patriots are in this Buffalo Bills team's head. Mm-hmm. Fulo has had high mountains and low valleys. They'll have some big wins against the Chiefs and they'll lose to the Jags. They've kind of picked themselves up out of the doldrums even after losing to the Pats. And now I think they're going to go right back down. They had that tough loss in overtime against Brady and the Bucks. This team has been kicked in the stomach so many times and they've tasted the mountaintop and tasted the dirt at the bottom of the ravine. 
I think that this team is just one of those teams that you kind of kick around. This ends up being, in my eyes, a 31 to 14, maybe even 30, uh, 31, 21 Patriots. Like, I think they, they win pretty yeah. handedly. Like, I want to say 31 14, but then I'm like, all right, like, the weather's not going to be that bad. Josh Allen's still going to throw it all over the board. So I'll get, I'll give them 21 points. I'll say the Patriots get win 34, 21, 34, 21. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm going to switch three points for the Patriots there. I'm going to switch up. I'm going to go similar. Exactly. Exactly what this week was. I'm going to go 27, 17. I think they win by 10. I think the, the bills, score. I think the, I think the Pats are winning 24 to to like 14 in the fourth quarter bills go down kick a field goal try to do some weird shit they don't get the onside kick or something like that pass go down score a touchdown i think i think it's going to be 27 17 that's right actually no no 27 to 13 i lowered that a lot i lowered that a lot because i just don't see it with josh allen yeah i don't see it he's not not that guy he's a You're not that guy. He's you a, that he's guy? A, Absolutely. He's a gunslinger. That's what he is, which is great. Yeah. You know, like that's cool. you're gonna win a lot of games, but he he he's gonna put the ball in harm's way. And I think that I think the Patriots defense, what makes me think it's gonna be the score even more so, the fact I think you mentioned it earlier, the fact that the Patriots lost to the Colts. Yep. almost solidifies this win because yep. I think you're going to have your vets who are going to, you're going to have not only Belichick, but you're going to have your veterans on the team who are the like same that. thing. The bills just beat the Panthers. The Patriots coming just like the first time around earlier this season. Yep. Bills off yep. a loss or bills off a win. Patriots off a loss. Yep. It's, it's science. Yep. yep. I mean, it, it, it's, it's exactly Trust what's going to happen. Science. That's what it's going to be. Science. It's, it's science. there is, I think in, I think the game plan, it's not going to look, as lopsided as it did, but I still think the Patriots are going to run all over them because I think that the, the they're going to go back to what they do. They're smash mouth offense. They're going to run it, run it, run it. You're actually going to see play action. You're actually going to see passes from Mac, not like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I just, more than I, I don't two. know. I think that Patriots teams, Patriots teams that are constructed like this, who seem to have a good head on their shoulders, like collectively, you don't normally see them put up two stinkers in a row. So it's definitely not going to be anything like that. And I do think that this Patriots team knows how important this game is. You know, I think that it it means a lot about it all week. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that, you know, like you said, other than, you know, I mean, who's, who's going to be out probably Nelson Aguilar, I would say Kendrick Bourne. They're saying, I think one of kind of going towards that. So I I mean, Aguilar again, great. I I still love him. I think he's a valuable part of the team, but I think, for a game like this, I don't think he's that important. Or no, I shouldn't say that because it sounds like I'm like diminishing yeah, him. I don't think, I don't think him being out is going to lose you the game. Okay. Because right. I think that the game is going to be 65-35, 35 running. I think it's oh. going to be yeah, no, not score, not score. I was like, excuse I think, me. I, was like, <laughs> I get it. Like too good. No, 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 no. I think. Damn. I think that the Patriots run the ball a a shit ton. Now I don't know the exact number of carries, but just it's going to quantify. Shit tons a metric uh, as a shit ton. Yeah, quantity. So it's going to be a lot. I do think that Damian Harris has at least one touchdown. Um, I think that he's going to run for over a hundred yards. I think Mac has 
over 240 passing. I think he has a touchdown as well. Uh, no, I think he has two touchdowns. Um, I do think Hunter Henry gets a touchdown. I think he's a machine in the end zone. They're in, in the red zone. There's nothing that they can stop him. No reason to think otherwise there. I just, Josh Allen, the, the Bills offense more and more recently has been running Josh Allen on like the, the designed runs because they have to, because their running game is so stagnant. So you yeah. have to run him. Josh Allen, let's not forget, he's still a little hurt. He's got that ankle, still a little tweaked. So I don't know. I don't think that um, – I think J.C. Jackson, he does a good job covering digs again. I'm not worried about the Bills. I'm going 27 to – what I say, 13? 27-13. Yeah, 27-13. That's what I think, yeah. And I think – and also, little um, teaser in there as well, I do think that the Chiefs lose to the Steelers. I think the Patriots come out of this weekend as the number one seed. I have less confidence in that, but I hope so. And I think it's possible. So do I. Oh yeah. So do I, that was just kind of a, you know, kind of pie just in the sky. Just thing. To throw in. Yeah. Because you know, it's a weird dude. It's, it's a, it's a weird game. It's see, it feels like a trap game, but then it doesn't. So like, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going to happen there, but no, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I think it's going to be 27 to 13. Would you say 34 to 34, 21? 21, 21. That'd be a good score. That's a, that's a good score. That's a good score. Good for Bills fans. They can still they'll yeah. they'll come away from that game being like, oh yeah, but like we made it close, and this was Josh Allen, and you know we're breaking tables and we're yeah. fucking doing There'll all this. There'll be plenty stuff. of excuses for those Bills fans that we know to plenty just harp on their normal. Plenty of drive. them. Plenty of them. Zoo people. They're it's just messing around. Crazy. Really are just lions. Um, so uh, I, I do want to say, and I, I we've gone the podcast long enough without saying it. Thank you to Coach Guy Sports for letting us do this, for letting us talk about the Patriots um, and just the NFL and all this other shenanigans that we talk about. Um, also, big thank you to Shocked Energy. Again, I say it every week. Uh, Shocked Energy, if you if you like energy drinks, I'm not sure why you're not drinking Shocked Energy drink. It's kind of all in the name, you know, shocked. Like you get what happens when you get shocked. You get energy. That's what it is. You get hit by lightning. You you get energy. It's it's Unless science. You die. It's science. Unless you die, unless you die. But assuming you don't, it's science. You get energy. Go to shockedenergy.com, CGSN at checkout. That is 10% off um, any any flavor you want to get, any box. You have your selection of whatever box you want. Um, CGSN, you get 10% off, uh, shockedenergy.com. Again, thank you, Couch Guy Sports, for letting us talk talk our shit here. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Liam, you got anything else before we uh, dip out? Yeah, I gotta get me some watermelon flavored box right now. Watermelon flavored box. That's the uh, that's the way to go. Actually, that's they the have. Game. I was gonna say I don't think they have watermelon flavored soju, but they have strawberry. That's what I will get when I Please. come up there. Couple uh, my soju with some strawberry box. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Okay. So, anyways, um, for Liam McDade, he's over there. I am Mike Sullivan. He's we are there. Tuck Rule Takes. I'm here. He's there. You're there. Wherever you are. Um. Thank you very much. Hopefully, the next time we talk to you, it'll be after a Bills win. No, God, Wait. Jesus. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Okay, so I I may or may not have COVID for the third time right now. So you got to give me a break here. Um, I don't know. I'm getting all the different variants. Hopefully, we'll do a little... Uh, collect rewind. them all. Next time we talk to you guys, Hopefully, yeah, collect them all yeah, like I Pokemon cards with them. <laughs> I got, I got the um, I don't even know. Uh, Omicron, it sounds, yeah. it, it sounds like a fucking Pokemon. Uh, oh, I was gonna, I, 
Every time I think of it, all I think is Omarion. Listen, if I get that and I start dancing like Omarion, (laughs) that's how you know it's an issue. Uh, Anyways. Close to me. (laughs) (laughs) Just break out in song and dance. This is Talk Cool Takes. (laughs) Mia McDade, Mike Sullivan, COVID infested. Um, Hopefully the next time we talk to you is after a Patriots win. That's it. That's all we have. That's right. See you later. Go drink your alcohol. Merry Christmas, everybody, by the way. Um, Very this merry. will be the Christmas episode. So Merry Christmas. I do not like the holidays, but I hope everybody else does. I do. Uh, I know you do because you you like all things I don't like. Merry, merry Christmas. Cool takes. Kids. We're out. Merry Christmas to everybody but Carson Wentz. That's it. Okay. All right. All right. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.